0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: Welcome one and all, welcome everybody, United States, Europe, South America, South Africa, all over the world, 14 countries, this is the Coast to Coast show, the Andy and Amanda program, my name is Andy Kimball, Amanda will be joining us shortly, we have Cornel Butler on the East Coast of the United States, hey man, I'm doing great, how how are you doing? I'm doing
2: great, I'm doing great, yeah, I'm I'm feeling great,
1: good, good, I'm glad to hear it, and uh, lots of, lots to talk about today, you know, um, Let's just cut right to the chase. Uh, you know, we're right now, we're less than a week away from election day here in the United States. And yeah. as it stands right now in most states, and I think it's 29 states, but you have to check your own state, your courts, whatever that might be. Um, you have to have your ballot in by election day, which is contrary to what a lot of people have thought instead um, that it was If it's postmarked by Election Day, you know, it will still count because they'll receive it a few days after that, and that's when the final tallies will come in. But in 29 yeah. states, you have to have it in. It must be received. doesn't matter when it's postmarked. It must be received by Election Day, or they won't count it. So even if you put it in the mail well before Election Day and you get it postmarked well before Election Day in 29 states, if, if that ballot is not received by the close of the polls on Election Day, they're not going to count your vote. And that's 29 states. Now, interestingly enough, in 28 of those 29 states, right now, it's an average of about six days for local first-class mail to get delivered. Right now, what does yeah. that mean? It means, mean, it's Andy? not. It, it means that if it's done right, I mean, do the math. Six days from now, it'll be. What five days from tomorrow? I guess right. If so, if your vote isn't yeah. in the mail directly, bottom line, it's pretty much too late right now. If your if your vote is not mailed today, Wednesday, yeah. it, it could very well be too late.
0: So, so your,
1: what? it's amazing. You know the um, Eric Holder, who's the uh, Barack Obama administration attorney general, he's saying quite uh, you know directly. Uh, uh, I guess it was yesterday. He said that this um, that it's too late to use the e- e- emails, it's, I mean the mails, it's too late to use the mails for for your ballot. Um, yeah. So given the Supreme Court rulings, uh, we here at the Coast to Coast show urge everyone to now vote in person. Vote early. Use drop boxes if you have a mail-in uh, ballot. Use Use official drop boxes. You can go on your, your the websites and the uh, jurisdiction where you live, in the state you live, and find out what those boxes look like and where they are. Protect your health. You know, when you go out to the drop boxes and you're voting early, wear a mask, um, but don't let the uh, Supreme Court, um, you know, deprive you um, of your right to vote. And, you know, they, they're trying to evidently... Uh, the Trump administration, obviously we've seen this before, deliberately cripple the Postal Service and deprive you of your most precious civil right, and that is the right to vote. Um, Cornell, because uh, yes. you, you have inside, what, uh, is the Post Office, are you seeing a lot of down-and-ballots picking up?
0: Whoa, whoa,
2: whoa, what can I say? Uh, I really don't check for that.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I thought you were checking for everything behind the scenes here. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I'm just, but are, are you hearing of anything uh, regarding the Postal Service? Are you hearing anything at all um, regarding ballots or the delivery of them? Are they getting flooded with them at the post offices and so forth? Do you, you know?
2: Um, not really, but I could get some information on for you if you want me to. It would be
1: interesting to see. It would be interesting to see that. Um, it, it would. Definitely. I yeah, got you, Andy. Yeah.
2: I, mean, I know
1: you always do.
2: You always do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting here talking to, to Amanda right here on the phone and everything. She was telling me the show sounds so great and everything. She was like, "Wow, I, it's amazing." She says she'll be right on it in a um few seconds.
0: Oh, good. We
1: look forward to having her. I got a I got a I got a tune that we're going to play. You know, a, a lot of you might know that we have adjusted the format of our program to include a selection of primarily singer-songwriter or acoustic or or, or music that lives in that acoustic blues folk Celtic um, uh, genre um, in in our show. And uh, we you know we'll play you know maybe five you know five or six songs each program and. Um, we figured that would break it up a little bit and you know, let you settle in, relax, enjoy the conversation, be part yeah. of the conversation, and, and also sit back and enjoy the tunes, and hopefully you'll appreciate the songs we select um, as much as we do. And our number here uh, at the Coast to Coast show, it's the Andy and Amanda program, the number is 515-608, excuse me, 505 605 9888 That's the number that you dial to join the conversation and be the conversation, share your ideas, your opinions, your thoughts uh the election the, the covid virus uh, you know what's going on in philadelphia regarding the the shooting of of a uh, of a black man by two white police officers on uh, on monday night uh, yeah. unbelievable we'll talk about that a little bit more in the show. We'll get into that a little bit. It's more the same cornell it's more the same we've yeah, been talking been about great. we've been talking about systematic uh, racism, discrimination, um, temperament uh, since the foundation of the show in April. It's been Definitely. something that we keep coming and, and, back it, to.
2: It needs to change, but we'll see. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I know, Cole,
1: i'm I'm right with you. I know. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, you know, um, citizens, getting back to the vote real quick, if um, you already have an apt seat ballot and you haven't mailed it yet make sure you sign the back of the envelope and hand deliver it to the city or township or clerk's office or ballot drop box as soon as you possibly can do not wait do not hesitate get it done now vote get it in and i know you know i voted by the way i voted in uh, here in california yesterday and um i voted for the professor and mary ann yes and the skipper too. But anyway, the millionaire yeah, 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 yeah. and his wife. Anyway, uh, I voted for.
2: Hey, that um, sounds great. How did how did the, it feel, Andy, to vote?
1: It, it, it went. It was great. And here in California, we have a bunch of propositions. And you know, because we're a national international program, I don't have to discuss those propositions because it might not be of interest to those. It doesn't have any bearing on those who live outside of California. Um, but we had, God, I don't know how many, six or seven propositions. We had different measures Measure J, Measure U, a bunch of local officials and county officials, a school board. It took for it. I stood there because some of these people I didn't know when I had a sample ballot in, in California to send you a, a newspaper print magazine of every question and every person running, regardless of the office and their bio and a pro article on that person or that measure, I should say, and a, a con. Um, uh, a paragraph or two on that measure, so you know exactly what the measure is, what are the pros, oppose, what are the cons, and also the biographies of other local officials, the state officials that are running. Um, you have the biographies in there, and of course the president and uh, um, vice president of each party. It took the entire, and it's uh, the ballot's cool. You you mm-hmm. go, they give you the sheet after you after you check in. And you put this sheet – it's an eight and a half by 11 piece of paper, actually probably eight and a half by 14. And you slide it up on the right-hand side. On the left is a computer oh. screen. You, it takes it in, and then there is um, – and then, boom, on the screen is a guided uh, ballot. You push all the people you, you want to vote for, it, answer all the questions, and then you get to see it on the screen. It puts it out. You get to read it again, make sure it's right, and then you resubmit it, and it casts your ballot. It's really cool, really cool, really cool. It was great. It was great to vote. It was great to vote. Really was. Uh, anyway, there's over sixty million people have voted. That is over half of the population that voted, period, in two thousand sixteen. Turnout in advance is incredible. And I will also say Yeah, Wilson, so is yeah the the polling uh for people who have already voted, such as myself, uh is consistent with the with the polls. That were out there before early voting and mail-in ballots started showing Biden ahead in this thing. Now we all know, you know. But you know, you know. Going back to 2016, that could also mean, um, you know, it's popular. You know, who's supporting Biden or Trump? Every, you know, many, 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 many more millions more say would say in that case Clinton. Mm-hmm. But the electoral college was obviously Trump. So you can't really – you have to take it with a grain of salt. But what we have to do state by state is make sure everybody gets out there and votes. Hopefully, they'll do the right thing and and we'll begin to get our country back here in the United States. Hopefully, they will. If they don't, we might be doing the show for Vancouver, Cornell. (laughs) Well, that's a great place. Oh, let's (laughs) do (laughs) it. Why not? (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh man. Um so hey. folks if
1: you are holding if you're holding on to one of those million ballots, um and if you're in um you know, in Michigan, Ohio, Pennsylvania, we need you, Florida, um you know you got at this point right now, if you're holding on to your ballot, you've got to bring it back in person. You've got to bring it back in person. If you're listening to us out there in Ohio, if you're listening to us especially Michigan, if you're holding on to a mail-in ballot, do not put it in the mail. Drop off in person, or your vote will not count, regardless of who you're voting for. And again, I hope you're, you you're going to do the right thing. But, but if you're, if you're going to vote for Trump, same thing holds. Make sure that you drop that ballot off at an official uh, station to do that. In, uh, in Wisconsin, um, almost 2 million – actually, it was like 1.8 million ballots were uh, – after two ballots were requested – Holy smokes. That's crazy. Most of those those have been filled out and returned already. But more than 600,000 Wisconsin ballots are still out there and haven't come back yet. So if you're holding on to one of those ballots that hasn't yet been returned, you need to bring it in person now if you want to make it in time. In Pennsylvania, half the ballots requested haven't been returned. If you're holding on to one of those ballots in Pennsylvania that hasn't been brought back to the state, do not Put it in the mail. Do not put it in the mail, Pennsylvania. Do not. Okay? Uh, North Carolina and Arizona, same thing again. Half the ballots that were requested aren't back yet. If you want your ballot received and counted on time in North Carolina, Arizona, Pennsylvania, and all the hundreds of thousands of ballots, they need to come back now by hand, in person. It's too late for the mail. I cannot emphasize that enough. In Florida, it's two million ballots that haven't come back yet. You've got a ballot in Florida that you haven't sent back into the state. If you want it to count, if you want your vote to count, they need to be brought back in person by hand if you want to make it in time. That's all I have to say about that. I I can't emphasize that any any stronger. Um, Let's get to a tune. We're going to play some music here. Uh, This is a tune by the band Hot Tuna, Norma Kakonin, who now is – she plays you know solo with Jack Cassidy who was a bass player of Hot Tuna and uh you know they go back uh, normally was the guitar player for the band Jefferson Airplane and Jack was the yeah I remember the, I
0: remember
1: them Andy remember Graciously so let's take a listen this is I know you rider by Hot Tuna.
2: Good evening folks of San
0: Francisco you remember this place. i The Coast to Coast Program
1: with Andy and Amanda That is Hot Tuna And the song is I Know You Right I think it was 1991 In San Francisco And um, gosh we have a lot to talk about uh, In this show We, we really spoke about How important it is uh, To get your ballot in on time And uh, I'm having some ice cream here Excuse me Mm-mm. I'm having some Breyers chocolate ice cream With some Herchi's chocolate sauce Drawing the shell here. Mm, 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 is that good? Anyway, um, so excuse me if you hear me chomping away here because I'm having my chocolate, my Briar's ice cream. Mm.
2: Oh, They're man. Making.
1: I'm having Briar's ice cream with Hershey's chocolate sauce.
2: Mm, that sounds mm, great. Mm. That sounds great.
1: Oh, yeah. 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 Um, so, in uh, other news, um, you know, Trump actually declared, the White House declared, the COVID virus is over. We declared that the COVID virus is over. So, really? Yep. Yep. And, and that's, folks. I'm not making it up. <laughs> I, I wish, I wish I was making it up. Believe me, I wish I was making it up. Um, unbelievable. Uh, so, you know, the numbers, the COVID numbers right now are are just. off the charts off the charts uh, worldwide not not just here in the United States however we are right now the most worst off country in the world regarding infections and deaths and COVID-19 wow unbelievable Uh, in, in the US right now uh, there's two hundred twenty six thousand seven hundred and twenty three deaths now do you know how many more people died since the last time we did the show on Monday? How many Andy about almost over twenty five
0: hundred and our next
1: our our next shows our next live show is Friday hey the Halloween special. Um, Hey, they're saying that uh, like
2: 1,500 people in New Jersey is getting it basically every single day.
1: Yeah. That's that's just New Jersey. Yeah. Yeah. Today, we're up 875 deaths. Just today. That's unbelievable. That's crazy. So let's do the math real quick. We figured our next live show is Friday. Almost 2,000 people that are alive right now as we do the show that are going to be dead in two days. They're going to be dead in two days. These are human lives, folks. This is not a hoax. This is not fake. And, and Trump is going around the country doing these massive spreader events. No masks. People huddled up next to each other, crammed into these outdoor places. How about Herman Cain? Remember, remember Herman Cain? He, uh, he went to the Tulsa, Texas, the Tulsa it was a Tulsa rally, I think it was, months ago. Yeah. No mask. He died. He's a, he's a presidential candidate uh, against Trump in 2016, the primary, Herman Cain, Dr. Herman Cain, and so many others. And it's funny because – oh, it's not funny. I'm using the wrong word, though, but it's, it's odd that the places where Trump does these super-spreader events, cases soar shortly thereafter. And that means you know, a lot of these red states up in the northern Midwest, they are just being crippled. By the amount of patients that they have to move in to intensive care, and they're running out of beds. Confirmed cases, United States, eight million seven hundred seventy-nine thousand six hundred fifty-three. Three million four hundred eighty-seven thousand people have recovered. Two hundred twenty-six, almost two hundred twenty-seven thousand deaths. In California, my backyard here. We had 904,198 cases and 17,400 people died in my state from this direct result of this the horri- you know, hor- horrific virus. And Trump is going around dancing to IMCA?
0: <laughs> what?
1: what? What?
0: In In Florida?
1: 786,314 cases, 16,709 deaths in Florida. Folks, are you gonna vote for Trump? You proud of that? You proud of that number here in Florida? Are you? In New York State, 498,646 K- confirmed cases, 33,000 people died. Let's see where uh, where you are. Well, let's see where Pennsylvania, my hometown, my home state, 189,649. With how many people died? 8,696. Had 150,000 recovered almost. 8,000 dead. Eight, 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 almost nine. And um, Cornell, you know what? Your state doesn't even make the list. It's gotta do. You got to. You, You've got cases. Yeah, there it is. You know, I couldn't find it. I had to look, I had to look long and hard.
0: Ooh.
1: Delaware... Twenty-four thousand two hundred forty-nine cases, six hundred
2: eighty-six deaths.
1: Mm-mm-mm. Twelve thousand eight forty-six recovered in your backyard. Amazing, man. Yeah. That's I feel yep. so great. What... Oh yeah. I want to look at. Uh... I'm going to try to find Here, uh, Iowa. Eight hundred. Well, no, Iowa. There's eighty-nine thousand five five hundred twelve people recovered. 118,850 were uh, infected. 1,600 people died, almost 1,700. Minnesota, 100, almost 140,000 cases, 2,500 dead. Maryland, 141,000 cases, over 4,000 dead. South Carolina, 173 case, 1, cases, almost 4,000 dead. I'm, I'm reading his numbers, and I'm just there's numbers, but these are people who died. Yeah. underlying conditions are not and some were healthy it's just not underlying conditions People, I, I lost a, 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 a buddy a high school buddy who happened to also be the um, music director over at SNL Saturday Night Live and also record producer uh, Hal Wilner so it was national news she died the day after her 64th birthday uh, no underlying conditions COVID related uh, conditions killed him COVID virus healthy healthy guy. And there's many more, there's many more that fit his, uh, his physiology being pretty healthy, who just, the virus just did it to him. And as, um, as Chet said uh, the other day, uh, he's got a, a friend, 40 year old woman who's perfectly healthy, who's been infected is having a very, very tough time with this. She'll probably live, he said, but, uh, but, you know, it goes on and on and on. And, and uh, what's so infuriating is we've got a president who just does not give a damn about you people and and I don't know why you don't, I don't know why you do not get it do, you, you folks that are supporting Donald Trump I don't understand why you don't get it what is it about this that you do not get what is it about this that you don't get you know i guess some um i guess some serious questions have to be uh um asked yeah uh, you know, i would i guess
0: yeah,
1: I guess. I don't know.
0: Hey, hey. But,
1: uh, as as, hey. as 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 Trump says, listen, this is the way it is. Thank you, Donald. I guess it is.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, this is the way it is. It is. Be, it is what it is, as he, as he says. You know what to say about that. This. But it, but it ain't what it ain't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can flush it all down the toilet. Anyway, um, let's play some more music. Uh, I, I feel like you're another tune. Yeah. That would Hilda the soul. Would. Yeah. This is uh, Hey Good Look at it. It's the band Buckwheat Zydeco. Buckwheat Zydeco um, gave me the opportunity to open for them on several occasions. They were uh, – a f- phenomenal, a phenomenal um, zydeco band. We had, uh, we got him played Buck. We did pass away several years ago. Um, but they were a great band, and I opened up for them. And I'll never forget uh, on one occasion when um, after I did the opening set at a at a crowded facility, crowded venue, mm-hmm. packed venue, he invited me to come up on stage. And shook my hand and said, "We love what you do, man. You keep doing it." And they invited me to play some more shows with them, and it was a great, great break for me as an as emerging singer-songwriter and guitar player myself. Here's Buck Meets Out a good doing the song "Hey Good Bookie. <laughs> board here. We lost you early on, but uh, oh, the only thing you miss is is, is my ranting and raving about how important it is for people to either wear a mask and vote in person here in the United States, or drop their absentee or mail-in ballot off in person, uh, because right. in in 29 states um, they've uh, ruled that if if you are not in if your vote is not in hand if your ballot is not in hand by election day November 3rd it won't be counted. And they, before the thinking was um, postmarked by uh, Election Day. And that is, right. um, well, that's that's the case in 29 states, not all the states, but 29 states. So,
0: okay. so anyway, enough of
1: that. We went on, you know, I just want to reiterate on how, again, how important it is, folks, if you're out there and you're listening, or if you listen to this podcast after we broadcast, please, please don't mail your ballot. Take it to an official drop place, hand it in person, or vote in person. Be safe when you do it. Um, or else vote stands the chance of it not being counted. And we can't have that. Regardless of who you're voting for, by the way, it doesn't matter who you're voting for. Just don't wash
2: your hands, too, please, after you touch whatever you want to basically put it in. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Very
1: safe yeah. tip
3: there, Cornell. Yeah, I agree with that. People be careful, please.
1: <laughs> so, you know, um, what's happening right now is, uh, you know, Biden is still holding a nationwide advantage um, to numbers that uh, were not uh, the same in 2016, because you got to remember, and you know, we talked about this in the show, you know, numerous times that, you know, Hillary Clinton's numbers, although she was showed being favored, w- w- didn't have the consistency of Biden's numbers or the lead, the jump ahead that mm. Biden is enjoying. Um you know, I mean, let's face it: the race for the presidency is is approaching an end in less than a week, yeah. uh, amidst a raging pandemic. Um, and given that, Joe Biden maintains a significant lead over Donald Trump, according to right. um, many, many polls uh, among likely voters, you know, registered voters. Fifty-four uh, percent on a national basis. Fifty-four percent back Biden, and 42% back Trump. And that's been pretty consistent. You know, we've talked about these numbers, got a month out or more, and they were, you know, up and down a point or so. But that, that 9, 10 points, that's about what we saw, 8 points. Um, but uh, Biden has held the lead in every, um, just about every poll uh, on the matchup since uh, 2019, and he has held a statistically significant advantage in every high-quality national poll since the spring. And we've, we've talked right. about this since the spring. That's when we first started talking about it. And our yeah. numbers have been, you know, plus a minus, you know, plus a point, minus a point, blah blah blah. We've gone over state by state. We've done that. We played the uh, electoral college jigsaw puzzle game. We did that for a while. Um, and everything we did, everything we do, it gives me a comfort feeling, but not enough. You know, it, 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 Trump could win this thing. He, he could win, and that's very scary. I was telling, uh, uh, unless you're listening, I was telling uh, Cornell. Well, Jan, if if Biden does not win, I'm going to begin to uh, co host this program in Vancouver, Canada. <laughs> <laughs>
0: right, we move maybe
1: right. yep. maybe I'll come maybe I'll come we with you Amanda, you know, we'll do a book in the UK, you know. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Please feel well, free. Whatever puck
2: we
3: is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <Buckwheat>. yeah. <laughs> oh, I
2: really miss
1: yeah.
3: you boys I'm sorry, couldn't get on with uh, technical issues, but I'm here now, so
1: that's Absolutely. all that counts. That's all that counts. So did
0: you hear
1: Buckley's article? Um, did I, that was good. I... It, that Buckley, I was just saying Buckley's article, uh, I was invited to open up for them on several shows. And, oh, wow. Uh, and I remember, because I was like, you know, at the time I was doing some hard-driving blues stuff, but I also was writing my own stuff, which tended to be, that was like my poetical, schmetical songwriting period, you know, kind of like a romantic t- time, you know, slower ballad kind of things. And I had a manager yeah. at the time who would be, uh, you know, at the Buckley shows, he'd be on the side of the stage, you know, yelling out what tunes I should play. Cause you know, this, you know, Buckley Zydeco's energy, you know, Zydeco dancing, you know, just really wild, great band. And, <laughs> um, and so the guy's name was Michael Mance. My God, Michael, what are you doing these days? Um, anyway, he would be yelling from the side of the stage, you know play this song you got them up you got them in your palm now play this song now play that song you know these high energy fast songs that i do and i was trying to okay 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 and uh and i'll never forget uh and it was a great opportunity because i was pretty new you know i was new to the scene and i'm opening for this national touring band and then he invited me to go out and play with them and i did um yeah. and the cool thing is that um that it one of the shows in philadelphia and this is okay. I remember this game because I can actually walk to the venue from my house. And that was wonderful to be just walked to the venue with my guitars. Um, that happened rarely. But anyway, I opened for him and the place is absolutely mobbed. I need like, a, I don't know, 35, 40 minute set and I'm done and I'm out drinking beer and hanging out with friends and so forth. And then I hear yeah. over the system, uh, Stanley Doral, who is Buckwheat, he's the head of the band, uh, say, where's, where's Andy Kimball? Is Andy Kimball out there? Where is Andy Kimball? And, you know, he said, Andy, he's calling for you. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he says, Andy, coming up here. And I got up on stage and he grabbed my hand and he says, I just yeah. want you to know that we love what you do. And you keep doing it. You just keep doing what you're doing. And that really, wow. You know, everybody applauded. Wow. And that was like, wasn't that cool? That is yeah, so yeah. freaking cool. So,
3: he's
1: so cool. cool. Yeah, he's, is he's great. Really cool. He passed away, unfortunately, in uh, September 24th of 2016. But oh. uh, Stanley Durrell, he was Buckwheat. Um, and what I think we'll do now is uh, in the Zydeco theme, why is there a Zydeco theme? I really don't know. It just makes sense maybe because he just played Buckwheat Zydeco. Here on the Coast to Coast show, we'll go now hear a tune um, called Twist and Shout by Mary Kip and Kruper. and This is live. I think it goes back to 1991. The key little story behind this tune is at the time – uh, the guitar player for this particular song, live show uh, song, was a guy named Pete Kennedy. Uh, Pete Kennedy um, later met, he also played uh, a backing guitar with a uh, an amazing woman uh, singer-songwriter by the name of Nancy Griffith. You you might know of her. Amanda, I'm not okay, sure. Yeah. But anyway,
0: fabulous. Oh, she's in Ireland yeah. right
1: now. Yeah, she's incredible. But anyway, uh, so Pete Kennedy played uh, occasionally in her backing band, and one of her backing uh, singers was uh, more, more. Well, now it's more Kennedy. They met and they got married. Um, so Pete Kennedy and, and Pete and Maura play on the folk circuit here I should say nobody plays on the circuit now it was playing on the folk circuit the same circuit I was on I'd see those their name pop up in the same venues I had played we played in the same festivals together but he's an amazing yeah. guitar player his name's Pete Kennedy you can look him up he's an amazing guitar player um, wow. and sadly another guitar player that that started out with Mary Chip and Carpenter played many of her albums all, most of her live shows back then was a guy uh, John Jennings and he passed away Of cancer and he was just a phenomenal Guitar player um, wow. Just just amazing and he unfortunately is no longer With us but anyway here is um, The Twist and Shout Here on the Coast to Coast show The Andy and Amanda program Mary Chapin Carpenter Yes
0: And i never have a wander down to New Orleans I never have drifted down the bayou stream But I heard that music on the radio And I thought someday I was gonna go Down a Highway 10, just to Lafayette yeah. There's a back home Who should will not won't forget I'll send you a card with my regret Cause I'm never gonna come back home On the dust is quiet, sure They got hurricane parties every time it blows Here outdoors, it's a cold, cold rain And there ain't no cure for my food today Except when the paper says it's supposed to lay It's so, a common music town, baby, let's go down it's Saturday night and the moon is out I'm gonna head on over to the Twins and shout Find a two-step larger and occasion beat When it lifts me up, I'm gonna find my feet Out in the middle of a big dance hall And I hear that I wanna beg for more a band from Louisiana tonight. Bring your mama, bring your papa, bring your sister too. They got lots of music and a lot of room when they play.
1: you here on the Coast yeah, Coast program. Yeah. That featured Michael Dosetti, who was, uh, a lot of you might know from um, the band, um, uh Who's the band? Who's the... Come on, take it. Um, anyway, <laughs> he... he <laughs> 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 you need some
0: inspiration, what, though. <laughs> what famous
1: band... What famous band... Oh, Basile, I'm just kidding you. B- Basale, but anyway, Michael... Um, Started playing like music at the age of six and and got very heavily into wow. uh, occasion music and uh, and of course is what most known for the performances and playing the band leading the band Russell uh, they're just phenomenal if anybody's seen them live I've seen them many a time uh, they're great and he was featured on the fiddle during that song so uh, have you heard that before Amanda that uh, that tune.
3: No, I have not. No, no. That Ooh. was uh, beautiful new music to my ears, and it got me bobbing and tapping my foot here on this end.
0: Gosh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, yeah. That,
2: that's when music was actually great, great, and great writers and great, you know, arrangements. That's how I, know, that's how right? I picked it up. The
3: only you, music you, is you, always the best.
2: Yeah.
1: You got to wonder. Hey, let's talk about, you know, Cornell and I talked about – um uh,
0: this <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey Andy, it was
2: kind of funny, man. When we was having technical issues, me and Amanda, I was like, I was like, Andy, I gotta get, I gotta get the email. I was like, who the hell? I said, who the hell? Is Buckwheat. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Background oh, <laughs> oh, my God! Well, Philadelphia's uh in the headlines once again.
3: oh really? okay, uh,
1: in sort my old hometown, and um uh, Cornell, do you want an update on what's going on there a little bit?' It's more well, next...
2: actually, um for my understanding, it's been a a bad situation that you know you know they saying that two cops don't quote me on this two cops basically shot a mental bipolar you know, young black individual.
0: Okay. And um,
2: for, from been in Philadelphia and seeing it on TV and everything, basically, yeah. it's been a lot of chaos, a lot of riots. Basically, what happened to George Floyd is basically happening in, you know, Philadelphia. I wish the family, you know, blessings, of, you know.
0: Yes. Yeah. Cool yeah. Everybody,
2: you know. Hope, you yeah. know, like, it mm-hmm. always justice, you know,
3: Somebody like to be reformed somewhere, doesn't? Hopefully,
1: it? We'll there it. Was something. There was some activity. You know, uh, a uh, young, a 27-year-old, uh, a black man in West Philly, Roy um, Wallace Jr., um, who earlier that day he's had known by the police. He was known to have some mental issues. The police were at his house three times that day um, for various behavioral issues. Uh, so he was out and I don't know if it was during any kind of protest or anything but he was out in the streets um, and with his mother and uh, kind of carrying on a little bit and uh, he, you know, his mother kind of held him and then he broke free of his mother, had a knife ran behind cars came approaching two white police officers about 10 feet away and they, and they yeah. blasted 10 rounds into him
0: wow. he had a knife
1: 10 feet away and, and and initially they kept backing up, you just back up, back up, back up, just, you know, make sure, just, just stay away from the guy, let, let him act out, back up, back up, back up, chase yeah. him, Wound him in the leg, shoot him in the hand, you know, shoot the knife, whatever you got to do. Exactly, um,
0: yes.
1: Uh, they, they blasted 10 bullets into him and he died, his mother was right there.
0: Oh my goodness.
1: Two white police officers. There, and following that, there's been massive looting, protests, uh, burning and torching of police cars, uh, looting of businesses. And you know, it's interesting. Here, here's, you know, um, this should not have happened. And uh, addressing this, I saw the video. Uh, and I don't think there's going to be a jury in the world, let alone Philadelphia, that would say his murder was justified. His murder was justified. He was murdered in cold blood by two white cops, and that's the yeah. absolute truth. And yeah. it just and what's going to happen to these cops, I, I hope that they get life sentences, they go to prison, and I know inmates don't take too kindly to white cops that shoot down innocent black people. And I hope yeah. they get everything that's coming to them. That's what I hope. That's what I hope Because yes. they deserve it Anything they got coming to them Whether it be in prison or whatever They deserve it These guys are absolute assholes I can't believe they did that They could have shot him in the leg They could have just kept backing up Just back up And you know And then also To a, to a, a point With a large degree Provides fuel For what we have here And the argument about defunding the police And, and we all know Why shouldn't I say we all? I'm not going to say we all know A lot of us know that defunding the police does not mean taking money from the police. Just say hey, we're, going to de- we're going to have less police officers, we're not- we don't care about your safety, we're going to take cops off the street. That's not what it means. It means allocating funds, keeping it within the law enforcement community, but allocating funds to further train police officers and also bring in some salaried experts who are more capable and professionally trained to handle these types of situations. You know, yeah. this guy was mentally ill. They should have had some professionally trained mental, uh, uh, you know, people who are in that profession who are capable and trained and have experience in handling these types of situations, of yeah. getting that knife from, calming him down, of doing what they need to, even if they had to do, you know, some some type of what you might call a violent force in terms of the taser or whatever it might be, something, but not not in his, not murdering him. And, and that's what defunding yeah. the police means, folks. It means let's let's put some money into the police force. Let's take it from A and put it in B. We'll keep it in law enforcement. We're going to keep it there, right? Not take it away, but let's bring on additional people, provide additional training, so the law enforcement officers are more properly and professionally equipped to handle yes, these types yes. of situations.
2: That's true. That's, that's true, what it means. Andy. I think I think they really need to be trained, man. It's, it's yeah. they so they so. Jumpy. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. And, and you yeah, can't yeah. blame
2: them. You can't blame the police. You know they they you know they have hard jobs because you know we all have friends that are police officers and sometimes mm-hmm. you know yeah. it's 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 hard. That's a tough job that they have. And remember, they got to guard the whole city. So basically, it's you know.
3: It, yeah, and I just it, imagine that they're, they're so much more jumpy with everything that's gone on recently, and expecting to be attacked now and. You yeah. know, I think I can understand a panic uh, reaction.
0: Yeah. Um, but
2: think to about fire that ten
3: rounds, that is yes. overkill. Oh,
2: Definitely. Think about yeah, that police oh my officer gosh. that's um driving his car in a you know a real dark dark alleyway. He got to protect yeah. the environment. And he hears some noise. He got to get out that car and go and yep. check on. Yeah. <laughs> now that's <laughs> good.
1: If every time That's they get in the car to give somebody a ticket because or, or a warning because their turn signal light doesn't go on, they don't know who the hell to pull it over. I mean, I mean, God, you got to give credit to these guys. And we got to love them and respect them. But but there are there is a population of police officers out there, and there's no disputing this. That should not be there. Their background checks were not done. Their psychological profiles were not completed accurately. And there's there's a lot of racism and and uh, um, you know discrimination among the population of police probably around the world, not just around the country, but it's much more prevalent in in the United States. We're hearing a whole lot more about it. And and you got to wonder this too. We've seen this type of activity, um, my God, dating back, you know, years. um, We've heard, seen about um, white cops, um, you know, exercising undue force to innocent black men and women and kids and kids. And um, but the, the question is, why?
3: Yeah.
1: Why is that? If if that if that man if that man Walter Wallace Walter Wallace Jr. was white, do you think they would have shot him? No. I think have shot
0: him. Yeah, exactly. They would, they
1: would not have. They would not have
2: shot him. Yeah. Right. They, have no. shot him. Yeah. they they would have, they would have stunned, what, stunned him or whatever they used
0: Taser, Taser, Taser. But yeah. you know what?
2: Yeah. I I wouldn't say that because it's I, it's it's I've seen situations happen. You know. That the media don't show, <laughs> you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Mm-hmm, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. You never know. It, my thing is this: it's different individuals. That's how I look at it.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: It might be an officer that just had a bad day, or it might be an officer that had a good day.
1: He said, "You know what?" I, I don't think. I, I don't think it's a matter of, of having a bad day at all. Uh, um, I really don't. I, I really don't. I really don't. And, and this is, I think, a systemic. Problem, it's a systemic issue, it's around the country, and, it's, and we as a population have got to do something about it. And now let's go, oh, I just lost my train of thought a minute ago. Even though we've, we have seen and witnessed and read and seen videos of this type of, of force, have we seen or witnessed an increase of this type of force since Donald Trump has been in office? Has it been brought more to the forefront? Didn't Donald Trump say at one of the debates, addressing uh, the Proud Boys, stand by? Stand back, stand by. Remember that. Yeah. Welcome to the Proud Boys and and other. You know, I remember when he said uh, regarding Charlottesville, uh, there's some very fine people on both sides addressing the people in wearing white hoods and um, you know Nazis and KKK members. Very fine people. Yes. What? What?
3: Yes. And that,
1: as you know, Mandy, that made it around the world. Hey, welcome. Cool. This is the. Hey, folks. This is the President of the United States. Hey, we're Americans. Yeah. Unbelievable, isn't it? In Syria, yeah. there's yeah. not an NPM curfew. They had to do – there's so much looting and unrest and torching of police cars, they finally did arrest somebody, a prominent West Philadelphia activist, uh, along with two others, uh, in a case that was tied to the torching of police cars. But, and, and we're not any we're not violence in that. Nobody does. No, nobody does. I mean you know, there's other things you can do. You don't have to start breaking in and burning down and stealing from privately held mom-and-pop businesses. I mean come on. What's that going to do, folks? Come on. Come on. You know? But, but I understand, I understand the rage of where it comes from. You know, we, we, we can go into the elections. We can, we can vote. We can join non organizations and community organize and 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 fight for a cause to bring justice and civilization and equal rights for everybody, no matter what their skin color, creed, origin, whatever it is, religion. Um, but there's been, for so many years, it goes back so, so far. And no matter what happens, it's not getting better. And finally, you know what? They're shooting and exercising force uh, permanently to a minority population in the country. And there's no disputing that. It's actually there. Yeah. And yeah. so that minority population, you get to a point where you're like, fuck it. You know, I don't care anymore. You know, I'm gonna. You know, if I burn down, if what, what do I have to do? What, what more do I have to do? I tried. I tried being peaceful. I'm, I'm so enraged. Every time you stop me for, for the, again, give me a warning that that my church signal's out. i am going to take the keys out of my ignition, put my hands on the dashboard. I, Andy Kendall doesn't have to do that. It's um, un- unbelievable. It's just unbelievable. So I'm not condoning what they're doing. It's horrible. And and anybody who's tied to any type of violent activity and protests for what happened in Philadelphia should be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. The law. And, and Joe Biden says the same thing. By the way, Donald, Donald Trump says that if Biden's elected, um, all, all the, there's going to be nothing but anarchy and, and, and riots all across the country. Cool. And they're going to start building projects in the suburbs. Yeah. yeah just, that's what Trump says.
3: Just a tactic to make sure people don't vote for him, but uh, we all know that's
1: not yeah. true. Unbelievable. We'll, we'll go over the polls in just a few minutes, but I think what we'll do now here in the Coast to Coast show is, uh, is play some more music. Now, let's hear some more music. And, yeah, uh, what I want yeah. to do is something kind of interesting. Um, uh, there's a, a singer-songwriter who's been doing this 50 years, just celebrated 50 years, I guess 51 years now, um, as an incredible guitar player, uh, songwriter I think name of Chris Smither. And um, Chris Smither, I would say I owe my career to just about. Um, he recommended my first stage guitar. I saw him at a folk festival when I was still flying airplanes, having no idea I would ever be doing this for a living. Um, and I started doing a lot of his music. A lot of people, I know Amanda, if you've ever heard of Chris Smith, I think I've mentioned him to you. But aside yes, from that, yeah, most people never heard of the guy. And um, unless you're in that folk community, of course, um, and blues community, perhaps. But um, he's been around a long, long time doing this. Uh, he wrote a song way back when called Love You, I Can Love You Like a Man. And he was, at that time, a body weight, was, and Chris were little buddies, and they were hanging out, and Chris played the song at his house or whatever for Bonnie Rate and she said, oh, I love it. Next thing you know, Chris gets a phone call or recording in the mail later on, whatever it might have been, uh, a body Rate doing that song. That song, wow. of course, Bonnie Raitt changed the words to Love Me Like a Man. Um, and Chris paid his mortgage with that song that Bonnie Raitt did for years. It still, it still gets a, a very handsome royalty uh, due to Bonnie Raitt's um, work and promotion of that wow. song through her own performance of it. Um, and also, there's another uh, Chris Miller song that she does called uh, Feel the Same, which is a great song. Maybe we we'll well, yeah, sure. that someday. We're going to do something kind is of interesting. A
2: great song, Andy, that is a great song. I love that song.
1: Okay, so here's what we're going to do here on the Coast to Coast show. We're going to do something interesting. Let's play Chris Smither live playing the tune, followed by Bonnie Raitt's version of it. What do you say? Back to back. Why not? That sounds
3: interesting.
1: We hear the author of the song playing it live. And then, hmm, I happen to have a live version of Bonnie Raitt playing it too. So let's do that. Here is Chris Smither playing Love You Like a Man here on the Coast to
0: Coast show. It's called I Can Love You Like a Man. Uh, I believed it at the time. All these men that you've been seeing, they got their balls up on the shelves. And you know they can never love you. And they can't even love themselves. You need someone to can. I bet I could be your lover man. Come on, believe me when I tell you I love you like a man. Cause I never see such losers. I bet you never tried to find a man that could take you home, never taking you for a ride. If you need someone in camp, I could be, I bet I could be your lover man. Come on, believe me when I tell you I love you like a man What do long when you need someone to tell? And I can see, I bet I can be your lover man Come on, believe me when I tell you I look like a man that you've been seeing they got their balls up on the shelf, and you know they can never love you, you 'cause they can't even love themselves. You need someone who can, and I can be. I bet I, I think I, I know I could please your lover, man. Believe me when I tell you I love you like I love you, love you like I love you like, love you like a man.
1: to a co-show with Andy and Amanda and Cornel Butler back there on the East Coast as well. And that was Love You Like a Man. And um interesting story about Chris Miller, as I said earlier, I started, uh, I mean, a lot of you know I still had you for a living out there. In that, but, well, not now. <laughs> now I'm doing this. <laughs> I'd be out playing. <laughs> yeah, now I'm stuck with a different kind of microphone. Um, but uh, I should say, I'm uh, enjoying this microphone very much. But um, the um, uh, Chris started I, – I got into playing blues and acoustic music, and that's why a friend of mine invited me to go see Chris Miller, and absolutely, I'd go see him every time he came to town. I was almost like a classical music studying Beethoven and Tchaikovsky, you know, and seeing my favorite violinist or cellist or you know pianist. Um, I'd go watch Chris and watch everything he did on the guitar, then go home and try to regurgitate it, blah, 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 you know. And I learned a lot of his material. I got to know him, too. You know, I, and I even correspond with him a little bit. And i go out and he, he knew who I was by name, and i thought, go, wow, that's kind of cool. And I was like, I was just learning. I, I hadn't played any shows yet or anything. I actually started playing out. And um, and I did a lot of Christian material. I still do here and there. I still play some of his stuff. But um, what was really cool was... Uh, um, I got invited to play a very large folk festival, and then I got an email from somebody who saw the lineup for the folk festival who said, Andy, so great that you and Chris Smith are going to be doing a blue workshop together on the same stage. I can't wait. That's going to be amazing. And I'm like, holy crap. You know, he's my mentor, and I'm, I'm doing a show with him. You no. Know. Yeah. So it thousands of people, thousands of people on, uh, and Chris and I and actually Alvin Youngblood Heart, who's also an amazing uh, blues person we were on stage. And uh, and, and it was down Robin and and at that time I you know, I started writing my own songs and doing different things. But in my living room, I still play Christmas. <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> <Hang there. on. laughs> I do a right, show. I know. I
1: can come through my own material and all this stuff. Like you join my show, I can come home, open my guitar, and play Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> beautiful,
0: and beautiful.
1: So um, yeah, he's still he's still great, and um, and you know he's got some new material, and um, maybe I'll play some later. But anyway, um, mm. so that was really great. Uh, to be able to do that, just a little antidote about uh, my relationship with Chris Smither, and he, he was such an impetus in my own career, and I can't thank him enough. As a matter of fact, one time we were at a Philadelphia fest- oh, folk festival, we were backstage together, and um, and I was talking about doing his music and you know recording the songs and you know rights to do so royalties. I said, don't worry about it. No, just go do it. He said, if you ever do a song of mine it makes like an incredible amount of money, let me know. And work it out. But he said, yeah, go go ahead and do it. Said, thank you. It's wonderful. You do a great job. Whatever. And he said, but. You know, as long as you keep getting publicity like you are and credit route and playing, you know, I don't mind. But the, the, the day people say, I don't know who you are, I never heard of you, then I will also say, I never heard of you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> so really
1: going to now is hear Bonnie Raitt play the same song. And it's due to Bonnie Raitt and how she commercializes tune uh, that Chris Miller is able to make a very handsome living for quite some time and still does of course he's moved on and has been very successful with other music but uh, he still gets that check due to this song Bonnie Raitt's version of Love You Like A Man live here on the Coast to Coast show
0: this is a Chris song from a long time ago but like a good thing that keeps getting better with age None other than, wow. other than
3: great. No, can yeah. yeah. Say, can I just say, I feel all sexy after that song. <laughs> oh
0: what? Now we
1: hear about this. <laughs> I, I, I like. I want to hear about this.
0: <laughs> you want to hear about this? <laughs> Man. <laughs> <laughs> Whew, that's yeah. That song. I tell you. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> that yeah. Especially. Wow. She yeah amazing
1: that. yeah so she's got a studio recording of that, and of several live versions of the tune out there and uh um yeah she's wonderful body rate just wonderful and um yes yes
2: yes, yes. then she um sang that song um
1: tick tock she sang shes sang what? she sang uh she sang tick tock
0: tick tock tick
2: Oh, my gosh. You know what, Andy? I didn't know she sung that song. Now I don't like her. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah,
0: it, make it. Any news?
2: Better. Hmm? The UK news, Amanda?
3: Yes. Yes, of course, but, my darling. Um, So I wanted to steer away a little from uh, COVID today. Good. Um, you know, just to keep it's it. It's not a little... funny, I'm
2: not laughing. It's just the way Andy said. It yeah. <laughs> It was like I'm a right. solid good.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> good. <laughs> okay, so I feel you, I feel
3: you. Okay, so this is a really odd case. It intrigued me actually, that um This 84-year-old mother and her 60-year-old son were found dead on their sofa in January by a welfare worker who got access to their housing association home when contractors who were renovating the property couldn't get access. And so a housing officer uh, called a locksmith. The mother and the son had not spoken to their family in years and were both found not dressed. There was a newspaper in the bin, or waste bin as you guys call it, in uh, that was dated uh, in December 2019. The son had a £1,000 in one of his pockets, no central heating supply, electricity was turned off at the fuse box and had very little furniture. And according to the police, various scenarios had been gone over, but there was no evidence of forced entry or violence. And the assistant coroner um, has said that it's not been possible to establish when each of the two died, whether it was separate or at the same time. So that's been across the headlines today. And uh, also, uh, a Kurdish Iranian family who were trying to cross the channel to reach the UK died, sadly, after the boat they were on sank. Um, The parents and two children all died, but their 15-month-old baby is still missing. Uh, So the relatives are in despair, as you can imagine. Um, The family were from Sardashk in western Iran and uh, 15 other immigrants were taken to hospital. And apparently a lot of money was paid for the family to reach here in the UK and were supposedly aware of the danger of crossing the channel by boat, but could only afford to do so by boat. Um, They were talking about uh, uh, a lorry, a truck, uh, getting here, but that was more expensive. Uh, So I feel for all those people that, that suffered uh, with all of that. And um, the other thing is it's still talk about Christmas being cancelled this year, but apparently people are preparing to do it over video calls, like uh, places like Zoom. I just imagine Facebook will be holding quite a few of those. And so there's many mixed feelings about this, as you can imagine. But, yeah, that's uh, hmm. a little different than yeah. Uh,
1: no question. Well, yeah, Probably right? <laughs> no question. Yeah, it is a little different, I'll say. And and uh, that that discovery of the of that uh, in the home was uh, was really
0: Unusual, Sad, right? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. You yeah. um, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. we have uh, in Amanda's uh, back backyard of the UK. Uh, almost, you know, it varies between nine, nine and a half, almost 10% sometimes of our of our worldwide audience is there in the U.K., and we welcome listeners. Hope you're enjoying the show there. If you want to get in, uh, on me. the show, you dial yeah. 1 person and 515-605-9888. Anyone in the world, 515-605-9888 with the uh, one before it um, gets you involved in the show. welcome you. And again, we say this almost every show, but we realize now that most of the folks who are listening to the show – Uh, we've already done it, so you're listening to it after we broadcast live, and you're hearing the show as a podcast, and I hope you're having a good time with it. Um, I want to bring something up, so I almost forgot about this, that uh, you know, uh, getting back to the elections again, we're less than a week away, I mean, it's it's very, very big news here, obviously, Um, that um, you know, I I kind of feel uh, something about what I'm about to play for you, but I've always felt, uh, Amanda, that, you know, when you um, you know, uh, that You know, what happened in the good old days when when a man would come home from work and the wife would be there and the man would come in the door and say, hi, honey, I'm home. And the wife would greet him (laughs) with a a newspaper and a a pair of slippers and sit him down and cook dinner, you know, and uh, cook breakfast in the morning, you know, and say, oh, honey, have a great day at work. And man, I miss those days, I got to tell you. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Yeah, I I do
2: also, Andy.
1: Don't you cornell, I'm telling you. I when I was flying airplanes, remember one time I was, I was the first officer and the captain and I were flying and we were up at forty one thousand feet, you know, moving merrily along at five hundred fifty miles an hour, and we heard a uh, a united woman pilot check in with center, and uh, the captain to me and says, There goes another empty kitchen and uh jokingly, but but I'm thinking, "Nope, yeah, damn right. And, and evidently our president of the United States isn't kidding. Listen to this.
0: Kamala, do you like Kamala? Do you like her to be your first president? This will not be the first woman president. They have like AOC plus three. She has no clue. She has no clue. Did she go to college? Tell me, did she? Because I don't know. Ivanka, she'd be very happy just being at home with the kids that we got her working. Crazy 60 minutes. Wasn't she rude? She just kept asking me questions. Anger, craziness, right? Fire coming out of her eyes. They were talking about suburban women don't like Donald Trump. I said, I think they do. I think they do. We're getting your husbands back to work. We're going to do great. And I love women, and I can't help it. They're the greatest. I love them much more than the men. Much more than the men. I actually like women much more than I like men. Well, (laughs) you know...
2: Uh my thing my my thing is this, Andy and Amanda, um mm-hmm. what do y'all gotta say about that?
0: <laughs> what I say is what I say person, woman, man, camera, TV.
3: As a woman mm-hmm. I'm outraged.
0: I don't mm. find it, but I, I, I don't know why. I don't know why I I, I, I <laughs> 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 it's you I can stand, and I can't stand no more. Yeah. yeah you have to
3: pot Andy to start with, and then you read the Trump clip. So, yeah, thank you for that. Yeah, right.
2: It's, it's <laughs> seemed like he, it seemed like Andy
3: be timing it. She's what a jacket. Oh, no, right? <laughs> I'll let you off, though,
1: you know, because it's you.
2: Asked yeah. him to put his life in yours.
1: Uh, I don't know, Jack. The, um, <laughs> I think we'll do. <laughs> um, let's play some more music here on the coast to coast show. Um, I reckon. What do you think, Amanda? Should we get to one tune?
3: That sounds like a great idea.
1: Uh, let's do. Here's a tune. There's a uh, woman. Just you know, uh, and I'm all for women. I prefer. What Donald what, say? <laughs> I like women much more like men. No offense, Cornell. <laughs>
0: Um <laughs> nope I, I love you, bro. I love you, bro, but we you know gotta go line somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Um <laughs> You're not so, saying, Andy.
2: No, I'm just joking.
1: Let's just like, okay, what's going on? It's a great it's, thing. It's a great thing. It's a great thing player, just an amazing, incredibly phenomenal, off-the-charts, out-of-this-world uh, singer and guitar player by the name of Molly Tuttle, uh, doing a live show, I've got a recording of her, a really neat recording of her, uh, We're at a festival, where Billy Strings, I don't know if many of you know the guitar player, Billy Strings, another outstanding bluegrass player, actually, master of the guitar, incredible. I got a capture recording here of them together, doing a song called... Sitting on Top of the World, which, by the way, I also do and have several recordings of it out there. But anyway, put um, <laughs> that aside, um, I have a tune uh, called Sitting on Top of the World here by, uh, uh, performed by Molly Tuttle mm-hmm. and Boy Strings from the Coast to Coast show. It's an old traditional song. We're going to hear how they just go to town and knock it off the charts through the wall, over the fence. Let's take a listen to it here on the Coast to Coast show. It's Molly Tuttle and Billy Strings doing That's Sitting do on it. Top of the World.
0: Well, I was in the spring one sunny day Well, my good girl left me, she went away Now she's gone sitting on top of the world.
2: mainland aloha my brother and i know all about your to-do list but have you also considered making a to-don't list like don't forget hang time with your ohana don't forget to step outside every now and then and don't forget the big wave golden ale so maybe you make a to-don't list today yeah put it on your to-do list good one brother one life right
0: mom longboard island lager and big wave golden ale from kona brewing Mainland, Aloha.
2: My brother and I know all about your to-do list, but have you also considered making a to-don't list?
1: Like, don't forget hang time with your ohana. I have a to-don't list, and my don't list is. What's that? Don't vote for Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough, Andy.
3: Fair enough.
1: Thank you. Um, Thank you.
3: And I'm I'm sitting on top of the world and my desk chair all at the same time. That's a yeah. Really
1: my Toto and Blue Streets here on the Coast to Coast show on a new format, incorporating news, conversation, headlines, current events with some music. And I think it's kind of a cool thing to do. I don't know anybody else is doing it. But, I like uh, it. Fun thing, I'm enjoying I it. Think. I've had some positive yeah.
3: feedback, actually.
1: Um, Nobody's um, not doing it. <laughs> yeah. you got, you got some uh, feedback there in the UK. Uh, that's terrific to hear. Terrific to hear. Yeah, and, and welcome from
3: other places in the world saying that they're enjoying the combination of music and uh, our discussions and of course the humour. They That's enjoy that amazing. too.
1: That's so, yeah. very, very cool. Very, very yeah. cool.
3: Yeah. So thank you very, guys.
1: Very we cool. really appreciate you. Um, well, yeah, we love it. We love it. We love it. We're
0: oh, Let's get oh, down right yeah. out of here. Was, I can't walk out. <laughs> oh, dude, because I love you too much, baby. Hey, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Why can't you see thank oh, you. Oh, 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 what you're doing to me?
1: Oh. Don't you just love to see somebody, brother, Elvis? I can't believe you played that song again. Uh, <laughs> I can. I know Amanda's probably scratching her head, raising her eyebrows, going, "I and you." <laughs> you
0: saw? I, I saw. I did see. <laughs> I, I just, I,
1: I just, I just wish I could have seen when you were having those sexy moments after the body ray and- <laughs> tune.
0: To- no,
3: I'm going for that. <laughs> just for anybody listening, guys, I do like the Elvis song, don't get me wrong. But if anyone was listening to our Conspiracy Theory show last Friday, Andy played this about six times.
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> my, oh my God. And people
3: now were just like, he's playing it again. Oh my
0: God. <laughs> <laughs> don't even
2: mention it. I was like, oh, my God. Is it the music or is it the drink? You know, oh, it's,
3: it's a
0: disaster. Nothing not yeah. since. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord. my. I Andy say yeah. good. 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 <laughs> it's good.
1: It's good. Yeah.
3: Oh my days.
1: This you is fun this is the
0: Andy.
1: coolest Oh, I, I hey, you know, sometimes I wonder but it's okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: no respect. You know what I mean? Um, uh, you know. This is the Coast to Coast show. Andy and Amanda. i with Cornell, who produces the show back in Delaware um, on the east coast of the United States, the great state of Delaware, Joe Biden's hometown. Our number here to get on the show anytime. You can feel free to join us and not only join the conversation, but, hell, we'll talk about whatever you want to talk about uh 9888 is our number you can also email comments questions suggestions your thoughts opinions agree with us or not uh send that email to andy and amanda show andy and amanda show at gmail dot com andy and amanda show at gmail dot com and um we'd love to hear from you we'd love to hear from you and um we we're talking news headlines
2: if you have a request that you want to be on the show Excuse me, Andy we won't,
1: Yeah, send it because we won't play it we'll We will say we definitely not play that's, it That's yeah. how we know the songs not to play Yes Right? Yes Yes But no, really, send a request
0: so Somebody just
2: got a request to stop doing TikTok
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Got a request to, to, to start playing TikTok? Yes TikTok, TikTok
0: Tick-tock, 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 tick-tock. Why would somebody request us to play Tick-tock?
2: No, actually, they said that they don't want to hear it no more. <laughs> oh, they, TikTok, they, they don't?
0: TikTok,
2: came from TikTok, corporate TikTok, office. tick They came from corporate office in the band. <laughs> They'd rather
1: hear toilet flush or something or what?
2: They'd rather have a toilet flush.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh! Anyway, uh but I like this format, and there's so much more we could talk about news and so forth. And and uh, oh, also I, I, we got to bring up I'm in uh, Los Angeles. That's our coast to coast headquarters studios in Los Angeles, California, where the Los, An- Los Angeles Dodgers, for the first time in 32 years 32 years, 30 some years—won the world series against Tampa Bay last night. And that is just absolutely great. Uh, congratulations, Dodgers. Congratulations. Go LA. And that's also uh, just after the Los Angeles Lakers won the basketball championship. So at the NBA. So we're on a roll here in LA. We are on a roll. And also what's so great about LA is if you're a registered voter in California, like in LA County, you can vote anywhere in Los Angeles County, anywhere. It's not like you have to go to vote at pick particular, like cause I was in Pennsylvania. You were assigned where you go vote, any particular polling place. That's where you went, and you had to go there. You couldn't go anywhere else. In L.A., you can go to any, any polling place. So not only that, but you can pull up outside a polling place and vote in your car. They'll come out and greet you, and you can vote in your car. You can drop off your ballot. You can mail in ballots. California is just amazing. It's expensive to live here. Our taxes are very high. However, it is the seventh largest economy in the world. Yes. And there's been so much talk It never makes it to the propositions But there's been so much discussion Of people being so fed up With the rest of America And if Donald Trump gets in I'll understand it completely, completely. There's been so much talk about uh, Removing California From the rest of the United States succession, Just, just before my own country it, it, Without our economy I don't think the rest of the United States could exist But um, it's, it's very expensive to live here But if you haven't been to California folks, I highly recommend you come visit us here. And uh, and I'm, you know, we're, we're almost at the election. We're almost there. And um, I think the times are going to be changing. Do you guys agree? The tide is changing and times are going to be changing. What do you think?
2: I, I definitely think times are going to be changing. I definitely think. I don't know if it's going to be good or not, but we'll see on the next show.
1: <laughs> we'll see on <you laughs> the next show. And, Mandic, we're going to have a closing song here uh, featuring James Howard. Always, Simon and Graham Nash. So don't go away. But Amanda, closing thoughts. What the fuck is he talking about? Amanda.
2: Hello. I guess she she, she said, "Toodles." <laughs> I'm here. I'm here.
0: I'm here. Are I'm you here. there, <laughs> oh, Amanda? No Any, people, huh? uh, yeah, I was
2: just thought? saying.
0: Closing is thoughts. Yeah.
3: Um, just stay safe, guys. You know, it's stay very safe. important that you, you be safe and do the right thing.
0: This is the
1: Coast to Coast Show. Andy Kimball, Amanda Love, Cornell Butler, thank you so much for chiming in. Friday is a very special Halloween show. Uh, Don't miss it. Don't miss it. And uh, again, this program will rerun again Thursday, tomorrow at 5 o'clock. In the meantime, we're going to close the show out today with a tune, a live performance of a tune um, written by Bob Dylan, performed here. By James Taylor performed live at the No Looks concert way back when, I think late seventies, James Taylor, Carly Simon, Graham Nash, the times they are changing because in fact, folks, they are. Here you go. Have a good one, folks. We'll see you next time.
0: This is a Chris Movie song from a long time ago. But like a good thing, it keeps getting better with age. Let's
2: see.
0: Okay.